Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. grew up in the mafia in Bronx, New York, where her father admitted to killing people and conducting numerous criminal activities in the underworld. Her childhood and her home was filled with violence. When she was but three years of age, she recalls her father viciously attacking her mother and trying to separate the both of them. I can't imagine how this would affect a three-year-old precious little girl. Having endured two rapes as a young girl, her heart was shattered. And powerful demons moved into her life, causing even more problems. As a devout Catholic in the Bronx, she vividly recalls as a six-year-old going to Mass one morning and hearing a demonized man sitting behind her spewing out vile profanities toward the priest. Obviously, this further traumatized her life and brought such fear that she did not even desire to attend any church from that point forward. So through the years, Michelle had been was beginning to experience incredible, intense paranormal activity in her life, in her home. The appearance of phantoms, ghosts, and monsters. At times, these entities, these demons, would even physically assault her and choke her an attempt to murder her. She grew desperate for help, but no one was there to offer any assistance to Michelle. Brian also grew up in the Bronx and for years experienced intense spiritual attacks, at times which seemed relentless. The attacks grew and grew. They intensified and intensified to the point where Michelle had to admit him into a psychiatric hospital. As Michelle didn't know where else to turn. Now, isn't that horrible, my friends, that a family in such dire straits couldn't feel they could turn to the church for intervention, but rather an insane asylum? Obviously, this only worsened the problems as the demons were not obviously dealt with and the forces of evil continued the attack. This time they took it to an entirely different level. 
as they began to attack the two children. In one instance, their little girl woke up petrified as she saw a man in their home who declared, I'm going to kill your family. At this frightening point, Brian sought out ministries that were involved in exorcism and came across our work, which led me to their city, to their home, to perform an exorcism. For seven hours, seven long hours, I was involved in an exorcism. And I battled violent spirits within Brian and Michelle and within the children. And the good news is this entire family is now free and healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Michelle, within an hour of my arrival to their home, strong, titanic spirits, hell-bent on murdering me. That's right, hell-bent on murdering me. Confessed. We were the ones behind your travel problems earlier today on the plane. For you must understand, prior to reaching their city, I experienced all kinds of travel problems. All kinds of travel problems. The, big, the battle began in my hometown. Now, I've been flying for more than 30 years, and I've never experienced being stuck on a runway as a result of a fire alarm going off in the controller tower, thus causing all the controllers to evacuate the tower. I'm curious to know if any of you have experienced anything like that. The pilot, when notifying us of the delay, sounded astonished when reporting that the entire tower had to be evacuated. Now, was this simply a coincidence? Here I was, on the plane, traveling to set precious souls free, and now, once again, being hindered in my travel. No, it was not a coincidence, my friends. This was the attempt of the enemy to stop me. The devil fell, but the fact is the demons admitted. They actually spoke out of Michelle. They said, we were the ones behind your travel problems earlier today on the plane. A spirit of murder revealed to me. Now, of course, this doesn't surprise me at all, as demons will hinder the servants of the Lord in their travels. Now, during this exorcism, though, numerous spirits invaded her life, including spirits from the occult. There's a slippery slope to the occult that I want to talk about this evening. That could begin with something such what what appeared to be so innocent as reading your horoscope, calling a psychic hotline. Reading a Harry Potter book, going to a Harry Potter movie, visiting a haunted house, just playing that Ouija board one time, or even being in the company of those who are playing with the Ouija board, just having your tarot cards read just once, reading that book on numerology. It has to begin somewhere. 
But that beginning leads down a slippery slope into a cult bondage. A cult bondage that I want to warn you about. The slippery slope could have started from an ancestor. This is what happened in Michelle's case. Because Michelle's ancestors opened the door to the occult. The slippery slope began. Thus demons traveled from generation to generation unhindered. Because nobody intervened. He just passed on into Michelle and brought various kinds of problems. So to, tonight I want to talk about the slippery slope of the occult on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. <laughs> This is Toby Mack with news of another real-life Jesus freak. It's 2nd century Rome. Justin Martyr is a respected pagan philosopher. But seeing Christians willingly die for their faith consumes him with curiosity. So he reads the scriptures and converts. He even opens a school of Christian philosophy in Rome. As his last act, Justin offers his martyrdom as a witness for Christ, saying, For though we are beheaded and crucified, we do not forsake the confession of our faith. But the more things of this kind which happen to us, the more are there others who become believers through the name of Jesus. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from The Voice of the Martyrs. The Voice of the Martyrs is still sorting out an unsettling turn of events in Indonesia involving a 58-year-old Christian man who was convicted of blaspheming Islam. When Antonius Bawangan received the maximum five years in prison for distributing literature that allegedly spread hatred of Islam, the sentence was protested by more than a thousand people. But the protesters were not demanding a more lenient sentence. They wanted Antonius to be killed. To punctuate their demands, the mob attacked police with stones and set two churches on fire. For specific ways to support and pray for Christians in Indonesia, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day, she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street, waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather, 
and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a thank you to a small church in a faraway place as they demonstrate what it means to be a Jesus freak. It's 1991, Canal, Peru. Terrorists burned down their church and 17 houses, all belonging to Christians. Their pastor is murdered. Yet the very next night, 30 of these believers gather fearlessly in the muddy street to sing praise songs, worship the one true God, and even pray for their persecutors. They live by the words of Paul in Philippians 1.27. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I may hear of you, that you are standing firm in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Are you a Jesus freak? Go online to persecution.com. with Michelle, numerous spirits of murder, death, fear, and evil surfaced and spoke to me from within this woman. We entered a long time ago, more than 30 generations ago, as her ancestors on her father's side worshipped our master, Satan. They murdered animals. They prayed to Satan. They murdered humans, conducted rituals, wore cloaks as druid priests. The demons went on. She was born with chains because of her ancestors' witchcraft oaths. Because of her ancestors, because of what they were involved in, their participation and witchcraft, in the occult, and Satanism, and Druidism, opened doors to the demonic. And that began the slippery slope to the occult. Now, these demons battled me and her husband, fiercely growled. They contorted her body in a grotesque manner and moaned. But this experience jolted her husband to the reality of what these demons were doing within his wife's life. I called Michelle back from her demonic trance state and explained to her what was occurring. I mean, they, they had never been through a deliverance, nor did they realize to the extent the demons were actually operating from within their lives. And after some moments of talking, I realized that those, that though these, these were good people who had attended church and desired the things of God, they had never experienced that inner transformation of the Holy Spirit being within them, the mystery of Jesus Christ living within us, our hope of glory. So I led both of them to the Lord Jesus Christ, and they were miraculously saved. And then I proceeded with her husband assisting to drive out many evil spirits, spirits of the occult, spirits of witchcraft, spirit of Druidism. 
my friends, just to see her deliverance, seeing her face just light up with relief, with, with liberating light, joy. It was amazing to see. Her husband just sat there astounded but overjoyed, but deeply concerned, deeply concerned. How the, how just participation, her ancestors' participation opened the doors to the occult. And because she possessed within her home Native American religious artifacts and Eastern mystical occult text, those opened the doors. Now those items were destroyed, those spirits were expelled. And you could definitely feel a change in the spiritual environment. But the fact is just having a book, a cult text, a New Age book, possessing some kind of occultic artifact can open the door to the occult. You know, the Cambridge Dictionary defines the occult as relating to magical powers and activities such as those of witchcraft and astrology. The study of magic or mysterious powers. My friends, the word occult is derived from the Latin word occultus, which means hidden. Most of the activities of the occult are hidden. And the adherents of occultic practices are in the business, generally speaking, of keeping their demonic activities hidden. Lest their evil deeds be exposed to the light. For the Holy Scriptures te- teaches us that the light shines in the darkness, but the dark darkness has not overcome it. Though they attempt to hide their occultic deeds, the light of Jesus Christ breaks through, and the darkness of the occult cannot overcome it. Occultism is the study of magical powers, mysterious elements, and supernatural phenomena. As I mentioned earlier, within the realm of the occult, you'll find various devices such as the Ouija board, runes, tarot cards. But there's also various infamous personalities of the occult world, like Aleister Crowley, Anton LaVey. Then there's the occult supernaturalism that exists, such as apports, deports, levitation. Then, of course, you'll be you'll find various occultic ideology and movements in this realm. I mean, the occult has been with us for thousands of years, and this realm knows of no geographical boundaries. I mean, literally, the world over has been exposed to the various forms of occultism, and millions have been enslaved by the powers behind the occult. I've been honored travel all over the globe, and I've discovered the mass appeal to the occult. For the occult promises power, meaning, secret knowledge, fulfillment, and spiritual satisfaction. You find this occultic appeal universally. I mean, I've seen it in the streets of the mighty cities of Europe, where, for example, you just take a stroll down the streets of Rome, Rome, Italy, and you'll find many, many occult bookstores appealing to those desiring the taste of the supernatural. I've observed it in Africa among the tribesmen seeking to appease the various voodoo deities. And of course, I've witnessed it here in North America with the numerous psychic fairs and workshops 
that seek to provide some kind of stability in our fast-paced society. But the problem is, the problem is this, my friends. The occult fails to come through time and time again. People are left unsatisfied, filled with fear and hopelessness like Michelle. The limited power that that one might receive from the from the realm of the occult pales to the power that the believer in the Lord Jesus Christ can possess and does possess. I'm telling you, my friends, it's a slippery slope. You open that one door. You just take a peek at your horoscope reading online. Perhaps you just went to that New Age workshop just trying to figure out some of the dreams that you're experiencing to to receive a dream interpretation. Perhaps you invited some friends over who've been sharing how the crystals that they have in their possession can bring about extraordinary healing. Perhaps you went into that psychic store, that psychic place just to seek a little bit about the future. I'm telling you, the occult promises so much. They promise you fulfillment. They promise you power. They promise you secret knowledge about the future. But they deliver so little. The occult delivers so little. In fact, the little that you receive pales to the mental, the spiritual, and the emotional anguish that you get in return from your involvement in the occult. You may be wondering why why was I so fascinated? Why did I even start that journey into the occult? And you know that you could testify. You're listening to this, bro. You could testify what happens when you read that horoscope, when you looked at that at your uh, tarot card reading, when you listen to that psychic read your palm that dream interpreter, and interpreted those dreams that you've been having. Something takes hold of you. Perhaps you were just a little girl, a little boy, and you were present when some some friends of yours, some neighbors were playing with the Ouija board. You became fascinated. There was an interest. There was a curiosity. And that led to that slippery slope. We couldn't stop. You kept on slipping downward. You weren't ascending in victory over it. You were descending deeper, deeper. It was a slippery slope. That's what the occult is. It's a slippery slope of the occult. It's very slippery. There's no ascending. There's descending deeper, deeper, deeper in bondage. You may be wondering, why is that? Why cannot I ascend? Why does it seem like I'm just descending? Why do you have that interest? Well, you have that interest because the devil is brilliant. 
when it comes to marketing the occult through popular culture and through the world system. That's why millions, millions, and I, I have I, somewhere I read, I can't remember where it was, I read it, but I mean, just look at the Harry Potter series, the movies, the literature, the theme park, all the merchandise. I mean, we're talking about a multi-billion dollar industry, the occult is. Multi-billion dollars, just the Harry Potter series alone, the billions that flowed because of those books on witchcraft, those movies on witchcraft. Those theme parks on witchcraft, those merchandise that promote the occult and witchcraft. Just think how many millions of people. I mean, I have dealt with many, many people who've received demons from Harry Potter, watching a Harry Potter movie, reading a Harry Potter book. Now, do I think one movie, Harry Potter movie, one uh, merchandise, a Harry Potter merchandise will bring down Western civilization. No, I'm, I'm not saying that, but it does open the door to demons, and it and it gives and it plays a part in bringing down Western civilization. You know, with the advent of man, the devil has been able to persuade millions, billions, to follow his ways. And one of his ways is the occult. He's a master of persuasion. He's a master of deception. He deceived you. He deceived you. I have seen his work firsthand. I know what I'm speaking of. I know what I speak of. I understand the lure of the occult and how the devil uses the occult to enslave because I was brought up in a family that was involved. In the occult. I want to share a little bit about my experience with you. And I want to share how you can escape, how you can ascend. You don't have to descend, you can ascend to victory. There is ascension, there is the ascending to victory. It's only found in the Lord Jesus Christ. It's only found in the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to share more about how you can escape the occult. How you can stop slipping downward, deeper in occult bondage. I'll be right back after this brief intermission.
a way out. There is an escape. You need to listen. God loves you. God cares. He does not condemn you. He's come into the world not to condemn, but to save you. God, God's Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, loves you. He cares for you deeply. I mean, my friends, listen to me. I grew up with a, with a family that was involved in the occult. I attended the meetings. I was exposed very early on to the inner workings of the secret societies, the occultic secret societies my family was a member of. But God's grace, by God's love, by God's power, my family was rescued from the occult and now served the Lord Jesus. I understand the lure of the occult and how the devil can use the occult to enslave. And all it takes is perhaps you are, you've never directly been involved in the occult. You've never read an occult text. You never had your, your palm read. You never went to a psychic, you never called a psychic hotline, never looked at any kind of numerology material on the internet you've never sought the occult but you feel drawn to it you feel like though you've rejected it but there's something within you well it's your ancestors it's you don't demons don't arbitrarily enter people's lives for no reason they have to be given a right and it's either through personal sin you open the door to the occult or your ancestors, just like Michelle, I shared with you earlier in the broadcast, she opened the door. Her ancestors opened the door to the occult, and they just from 30 generations ago on her father's side. And these demons, the occult spirits, because they were participating in Druidism, witchcraft, Satanism. And listen to this. The demons had spoken to me through this woman and said because, they specifically said because her ancestors wore the robes. Isn't that interesting? Just wearing the robe because they were involved in Druidism and because they wore robes in the various ceremonies, that gave the demons the right, even wearing things. Perhaps you have occultic jewelry. You have occultic materials. You have occultic books on spells. Perhaps you've casted a spell. You read omens. You interpret omens. Perhaps your ancestors did, just like with Michelle. Because of her ancestors, participation in the occult, it was passed down. These demons traveled through the bloodline, and they entered because they were unhindered. Nobody intervened. Sadly, the church did not intervene. So that simply these occultic spirits just traveled through the bloodline, as they often do, and they invaded Michelle. And they were there. They caused all kinds of problems. The slippery slope to the occult and the interest of the occult was there present. And that's what led her to buy, though she wasn't heavily involved in the occult, but that because these occult spirits were within her mind, within her soul, within her body, they, they caused her to buy these occultic books that were in the house that we had to destroy. That's what I'm telling you, my friends. Perhaps you've never been involved in the occult, but if your ancestors were involved in the occult, the slippery slope has begun on an ancestral 
side. And I'm telling you, when you're on a slippery slope, what happens? You descend. You don't ascend. You descend. When you're on a slippery slope, and that's what the occult does, it's a slippery slope. The, the devil, he's brilliant when it comes to keeping people in bondage. You think he will cause you to ascend over these problems? He will cause you to ascend over the occult? No. The only way you're going to ascend and gain victory over the occult bondage, the addiction to the occult, is through the power of the blood and the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, my friends, I know what I speak of. I know the power, the overcoming power of Jesus over the occult. I have studied and observed occultism for over 30 years. And I've discovered some strange things in this bizarre world. I have discovered there's darkness, there's hopelessness, and I've discovered there's the devil and demons in this realm. And in these broadcasts and subsequent broadcasts, as we enter into the Halloween season, as we have begun in some ways the Halloween season, it's my hope, it's my prayer to expose you to the numerous occultic ideologies, movements, devices, personalities, and phenomena that exist in our day. And in this way, we are bringing the light of Jesus Christ to bear upon this dark world. Each and every generation ought to be exposed to the unfruitful deeds of darkness. And it's through these broadcasts, these global radio presentation, where literally every we have people listening on every continent. And I'm hoping to expose you, my friend, to the unfruitful deeds of darkness, of the occult. And through these broadcasts, I'm hoping to accomplish just that. Though these broadcasts won't be comprehensive, I mean, there's perhaps thousands of various kinds of ideologies, devices, personalities that exist in our day and age. However, I'm hoping to deal with many, many dozens of different occultic forms, from astrology to witchcraft to levitation to ghosts. I'm hoping these upcoming broadcasts on the occult will inform, will expose you, will equip you to confront the occult with the truth. And that is, Jesus said this. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. The only way you can escape is through knowing the truth. The truth will set you free. Well, the truth, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to God except through me. The loving Savior, Jesus Christ, irregardless of what anybody tells you, Jesus loves you. This broadcast is not about condemnation. It's not about telling you you're going to hell, though I do believe in hell, and I do want to warn you of hell. But my focus is on the love of God. God cares for you so deeply. And even now, as you're listening to this broadcast, you can be, you can be saved. You can be rescued from the occult. It's no coincidence you're listening to this broadcast. It's no coincidence. There's a reason why you're listening in. And it's to bring you to Jesus who can free you from the chains of occultism. And that's the reason I do these broadcasts, with the hopes of reaching the occultist. Those dabbling in the occult, those with occultic 
backgrounds from their ancestral. And I'm hoping these broadcasts, these presentations will serve as a warning and a wake-up call to those who find themselves in the grips of occultism. I've encountered hundreds, perhaps thousands of occultists all over the years, all over the world, all over the years, and I've I've led many of them to a life-changing experience through the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm hoping that through these broadcasts, you will see the evil designs that Satan has planned for you via the occult, but offer an alternative, and that's the attractiveness that's found in the message of peace, love, spiritual fulfillment, true spiritual fulfillment, forgiveness of sins, and eternal life. Can the occult give you these things? Can they give you eternal peace, eternal love, eternal spiritual fulfillment, eternal the forgiveness of sins, eternal life? Only Jesus can. He who has a son has life. And he who does not have the Son of God does not have life. If you have the Son of God, if you have Jesus residing within your very being, then you have life, eternal life. And perhaps you're listening to this broadcast and you'd like to experience that eternal life. It's quite simple. You could pray with me right now. You don't have to be in a church building, a cathedral. You don't have to be baptized. You don't have to partake of Holy Communion. You don't have to be a good moral person. You don't have to feed the poor. Now, all those things are good, and I believe in all those things and practice all those things. But those things in, in, in themselves will not save you. Only receiving the Lord Jesus Christ, who's an actual person, having a personal relationship with him, beginning with calling upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And right now you can be saved. It's that simple. You can be saved. Just say, Lord Jesus, save me. Forgive me. Give me your love, your joy, your peace, your power. I renounce the occult. I repent of participating in the occult. And I close the doorway to the occult. In Jesus' name. And as an ambassador for the Lord Jesus Christ, I come against every evil spirit from the occult that's tormenting you. Now, demons, listen to me. If you have no right to these people, then go. Leave. Now, in the authority of Jesus Christ, by the blood of the cross, depart from them. Come out. If you feel something rising up, let it out. Don't suppress demons. Let it go. Take a deep breath, my friend. Right now, as you're listening to this broadcast, take a deep breath. Come out. Come out of those people in Jesus' name. They've repented of the occult. Now go in the authority of Jesus. Release their minds. Come off their minds. Come out of their bodies. Now in the name of Jesus. Go to the pit. My brother, my sister, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. That is the victory. That we have in Jesus Christ. He that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. Jesus is before all things. And all, all things are subject to him. All things are in submission to him, including the powers of the occult. That's the ascending victory that we can possess if we turn our lives to Jesus Christ. And believe what he's done on the cross through the power of his resurrection. He loves you and cares for you. 
and you have victory. Don't let Satan lie to you. He's a liar. He's a murderer. You have victory over him by the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. Perhaps you're wanting to ask me a question. Feel free to email me right now, jay at jaybartlett.org, jay at jaybartlett.org. I want to help you. I want to see you set free. And I bless you in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.